We are proud to announce a new sponsor for this podcast, Augie's Locker Room. Augie's Locker Room, which is located less than a mile away from Notre Dame Stadium, was named the best Notre Dame's collectible shop in the country. This shop is amazing. If you are a passionate Notre Dame fan and are looking for that special Notre Dame piece to complete your rec room, Augie's is the place to go. They have a wide selection of Notre Dame stadium pieces, jerseys, helmets, autographs, and one-of-a-kind rock knee items. They have an exclusive Joe Montana signed items. If Augie's doesn't have it in store, he will find it for you. Visit Augie'sLockerRoom.com or stop in at 1811 South Bend Avenue and see the vintage helmet display dating back to 1890. Augie'sLockerRoom.com or call 574-277-NDND. Sports Beat AM continues with the latest in Notre Dame football recruiting. This is the Blue and Gold Illustrated Recruiting Update with Mike Singer. Well, it is time once again to talk some Fighting Irish football recruiting. Here on WSBT Radio, Mike Singer is joining me to talk Fighting Irish football recruiting. Never a dull moment. The Fighting Irish are all over the place right now, recruiting from coast to coast. In fact, I I believe I read, Mike, that Marcus Freeman held his press conference at 2 o'clock yesterday, and he was already hopping on a plane two hours later to go recruiting. Is that true? Yeah, our uh, boots on the ground, Tyler Horka from blueandgold.com was actually, um, you know, shot a video of uh, <laughs> Tommy Reese and uh, Marcus Freeman having a quick embrace and then uh, hopping on the private jet. So you can find that uh, on our uh, website, blueandgold.com, and also Tyler's Twitter page at TB Horka on Twitter. So yeah, that, that was a pretty cool little thing. So uh, no time wasted, that's for sure. He got Brian Kelly leaving. He's got Marcus Freeman hopping on a plane. He's like Sherlock Holmes right now, the, the Blue and Gold staff. He's getting all the big videos, so make sure you check that out at blueandgold.com. Well, based on what you have been putting on Twitter, what you've been writing at blueandgold.com, Marcus Freeman, I guess it should not be a surprise, even in the midst of this coaching search and becoming the head coach, he is hot and heavy out recruiting right now, as is this staff. Mike, I guess, are there a couple of, dare I say, premium players, and bear with me using the word premium, but high-end players that Notre Dame might be focusing a little bit more on right now, post-chaos, to ensure them that this is the right place for them? Yeah, sure. So, I mean, they are seeing so many recruits this week. I mean, you got 2023 recruits, 2024 recruits, uh, you know, handful, um, if not the majority of the 2022 class this week of the guys who are committed. So, yeah, they're, I mean, they're like you said, you know, you, you kind of, you know, premium for lack of a better term, like because they're, they're really placing a premium on, you know, everyone. But I get what you're asking in that, like, all right, who's really, really important right now? They want to close on or players who are committed, but maybe looking around a little bit. So Billy Schroth is the uh, four-star offensive lineman um, from Wisconsin uh, in the 2022 class. Who, Darren, we've probably talk, been talking about him for as long as I've been coming on the show. I mean, um, originally uh, was expected to commit to the Fighting Irish back in the summer of 2020 um, and just... You know, Dragged his recruitment out uh, quite a while. Um, twists and turns. 
um, between if it was going to be the Wisconsin Badgers or Notre Dame. Um, and it's really looking like it's going to be Notre Dame. Hmm. Um, the morning after the news broke that Freeman would get the job um, as head coach and Tommy Reese would be staying as offensive coordinator, Reese and a couple of other coaches went out for a home visit with Shroff. That would have been last Thursday, I believe. And then Freeman, Reese, and a couple other coaches were um, at Shrouth's, um, you know, to see Shrouth just um, yesterday. That's where Freeman and Reese got on um, their plane straight to Fond du Lac, Wisconsin, to see Shrouth. Um, so he is certainly um, a pivotal prospect that Notre Dame wants to close on. They have four offensive linemen committed, but Shrouth is still a key player mm-hmm. that they want to sign. And then I would point out the receiver position. Uh, Notre Dame has three really darn good All-American receivers committed in Tobias Merriweather, Amarion Walker, and C.J. Williams. Um, But I would say that all are possibilities to go elsewhere. Um, So uh, Notre Dame seeing all three guys this week. And um, to my knowledge, it's it's back-to-back-to-back days to um, my, my... they saw hmm. Merriweather last night, and I'm talking about that visit. I got texts at like 1.30 a.m. Eastern hmm. time that that visit got wrapped up, so I haven't been able to check on how that went with Tobias Merriweather, uh, who's up in the Pacific Northwest. Um, so I wasn't able to get any details on that as we record right now, but then it's Williams, hmm. uh, who's uh, at Modern Day High School in Southern California. His visit with the Notre Dame staff is Tuesday, and then Amarion Walker... Um, he will be visited by the Fighting Irish staff Wednesday. Um, so really key position for Notre Dame to finish strong on considering, you know, the bodies at the position. You know, they, they just need more guys for sure. Hmm. Mike, you have continued to follow Devin Moore, who was the one Notre Dame recruit that decommitted once Brian Kelly left Notre Dame. You have stayed on what he might be thinking, and it sounds like Marcus Freeman spent some time at least talking to Devin Moore this week. Any feel for how this is going to end? Quick side note, how about that? Um, just one decommitment, and Impressive. it's someone who sources feel like Notre Dame's going to be able to get back into the class, and you'll look at like an Oklahoma, and between their 22 and 23 classes, I think they're close to like double-digit decommitments. Um, so, you know, it, it, it is an impressive job, um, you know, by Notre Dame. And it kind of speaks to, you know, just Notre Dame as a program that, you know, these kids commit to Notre Dame for Notre Dame. And then it obviously speaks to Marcus Freeman and Tommy Reese and, you know, the high regard that the recruits have of him. But of those guys. But, yeah, Devin Moore um, had a, a visit from Notre Dame safeties coach Chris O'Leary um, and Chad Bowden, defensive director of recruiting, um, this past Friday, and then I believe it is um, tomorrow or Thursday, um, a handful of Notre Dame coaches will be down for another home visit with Devin Moore, which will be pretty key. Um, yeah, look, this this young man from Naples, Florida. I mean, he four-star prospect per rivals outside the their top 250 players nationally. You know. Uh, I'm not, uh, you know, the rankings guy, but I did stay at a Holiday Inn Express last <laughs> night, and I would rank. Thank you for laughing at that. Uh, I would rank Devin Moore as a top hundred player. He is so good. I mean, he's six two, six three, hundred eighty, hundred eighty five pounds. Um, the range 
and short area quickness that Devin Moore has is, you know, just crazy at that size. I mean, the only other player that like instantly comes to mind is Kyle Hamilton in, in that hmm. mold. I mean, he is an impressive prospect. Um, so there's no surprise to me that Alabama, Florida, and LSU are the other schools going after him hard right now, and those are three of the best defensive back schools in the country, so very important for Notre Dame to close on him. Mike Singer, recruiting insider, Blue and Gold Illustrated, blueandgold.com. Follow him on Twitter, at Mike T. Singer. Class of 2023, since we're talking about the cornerback position, how is recruiting looking at the cornerback spot so far in that class? Yeah, so Notre Dame, um, you know, they, they might get some good news later this week on December 11th, Las Vegas Bishop Gorman, class of 2023 corner, Justin Rett, uh, top, I believe he's top 50 player nationally per rivals in his class. He's going to be announcing his commitment um, between uh, it's Notre Dame, Alabama, Georgia, Tennessee, and Oklahoma. I mean, that's that's a pretty darn good group of a uh, top five. Um, it's you know, with two of those schools having had coaching changes just here in the past couple of weeks um, with Notre Dame and Oklahoma, you know, it, that doesn't seem to have deterred um, Rhett from wanting to make a decision here. Again, uh, I believe he's announcing on Saturday on CBS Sports HQ from what I'm hearing. So um, I, I have a Rivals Futurecast pick in for him to land at Notre Dame. I placed that back in the summer. My gut would say Notre Dame right now. Uh, we'll see how the week unfolds, but that would be, I mean, Darren, the start of this 2023 class, mm. Keon Keeley, who I believe everyone's going to have as a five-star at the end of it. He's committed to Notre Dame. Brennan Vernon is a borderline five-star player. Um, Drake Bowen, borderline five-star player. Don Schuler, I had sources text him yesterday. Um, how the heck does Rivals not have this guy <laughs> ranked higher? He's a big-time safety out of New Jersey. You have those guys committed, and then you had Justin Rett. I mean, man, this is a, a good sign of things to come for Marcus Freeman as head coach of Notre Dame. Mike, in eight days, early signing period for the class of 2022. As you get out your crystal ball, is it going to be an excellent day for the Fighting Irish? Oh, man. Um, so much can happen in this eight days. That's going to feel like a year for me, Darren. But, I mean, <laughs> I <bet>. look, the, <laughs> The goal for Notre Dame is to hold on to this 2022 class that they've already assembled and get Billy Strouth. Um, and I think that would be a darn... Uh, and, you know, Devin Moore as well. I would include yeah. him in that, you know, the 2022 class that they assembled. I mean, see, they have 22 commitments. You add Strouth, you add Devin Moore. That's a darn good group. Um, I think you know they're that's safely a top ten class, uh, no matter how you look at it or what site you look at. Um, and then I think there's transfer portal additions, um, and I say additions plural. You know, um, I think the most likely position they would go in the portal and get is a safety. Um, this you know, considering you're going to lose Kyle Hamilton to the draft. And I think Houston Griffith's time at Notre Dame might be done. Um, so you you know you lose two starting safeties right there. So I would see them getting another guy, even with Rabone Henderson's emergence and you know probably DJ Brown sticking. But not to get too far off topic. Um, yeah, I think it's a really good class, especially considering what it could have been um, if they hadn't retained Marcus Freeman and then 
Uh, how long do they wait to get a Luke Fickle or somebody like that? Like, what would that have looked like for National Signing Day, December 15th? So it's a darn good group. Mike, what's happening? Dare I ask at Blue and Gold Illustrated, blueandgold.com. The better question might be, what's not happening? That wouldn't take um, us long. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we've got things locked up, uh, you know, covering Notre Dame. Football recruiting just this morning posted um, all of the whereabouts for the Notre Dame coaches on Tuesday morning. Um, actually, Darren, we're, I think we're, we're getting pretty darn close to, to breaking some important news mm. um, here at blueandgold.com. So um, if you're listening back on the podcast channel, uh, you might just want to head to the site and, and, and see if that news has come out yet. Maybe I shouldn't mm. have teased that, but uh, um, or, or we'll confirm some news if somebody else breaks it before we do. But uh, and, and then I would definitely you know mm. tell Notre Dame fans to go to blueandgold.com, and at the top of the page there's a banner that um, says to sign up for our free newsletter. That's our way to um, you know send you daily um, email blasts for uh, what we have going on, on the site as well as any breaking news alerts. I guess I'll be hitting the refresh button for a little bit this morning. Got to get my hands ready. Refresh, refresh to find out that news at Blue. I got to work the phones right after this this now. So I got to make sure we get that up. Okay. Sounds good. Mike, greatly appreciate it. And I guess we can talk next Tuesday, the eve of the early signing period. So we'll see what else is happening in Notre Dame football recruiting once we get to next Tuesday. So always greatly appreciate the time and have fun this week. Yeah, let's do Tuesday and then we'll, let's do Thursday morning for an aftermath show. How about that? I'll be on vacation next Thursday, but we'll talk oh. about it. We'll, we'll talk about it. I'll have my people talk to your people. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Mike, take care. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Thanks, Terry. All right. That's Mike Singer, Recruiting Insider, Blue and Gold Illustrated, blueandgold.com. It is 8.50 on your home of the Fighting Irish and the Fiesta Bowl, Sports Radio 960 WSBT.